The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on Sports Gambling Podcast's YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon complete with drafts, pick'ems, prizes, live sweats and more. The fun starts at 12.30 Pacific time on New Year's Eve. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can also follow me on my other X account. That one is at X. That's at X. On that account, I post some free plays and more significantly, I post my profit and loss spreadsheet every single month. The P&L for the previous month is always the pin tweet on the account. So at the moment, you can look back and see the month of November and the month of November was my 126 month in a row of transparent and track profit. What that means is, is for over a decade, I've been undefeated every single month in sports betting. I have had a losing day. I've even had losing weeks, but I've never, ever lost for that 30 to 31 day period. So I've been undefeated every single month for 126 months in a row. Soon to be month number 127 as we've absolutely blitzed the month of December. So much so that if you look at the November spreadsheet, which is the pin tweet on the X account at X. I've included the spreadsheet for May 2019 as well, because May 2019 was the record month where we made £4,709 and we are chasing that in the month of December because we've absolutely blitzed through the NFL. This season in the NFL, we've had 13 winning weeks out of 16 so far. And we had a red hot start to the month. We also added our Champions League futures, which went seven and one. We we now actually have an 82% all time record with futures over at Lock Betting. So absolutely killing it over there. If you guys are interested in starting a new year, right, just head over to lockbetting.com. You can sign up there or you can do further due diligence. I actually encourage it by looking through all of the other spreadsheets. They are all on the X account, but they're easier to find over at lockbetting.com. And if you have any questions, Shoot me a DM at the X account I mentioned at Lockbang X. That's at Lockbang X. But the first thing I'll say to you is when you have a look for a spreadsheet, don't just have a look at the fact it adds up to a profit because it does. Look at how we manage a bankroll as well because we don't do silly things like um, chasing losers with double by doubling the stakes. We don't have five unit plays, 10 unit plays, 20 unit plays, 25 unit plays. We don't have max plays. We don't have whale plays. We have nothing called a play of the year or a play of the month. Just sensible staking that does lead to a monthly profit every single month, making betting more fun for anybody that does have a disposable income. We make this hobby more fun, which is what it is. It's a hobby. But I look at it as investing in sports rather than sports gambling instead. 
Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, we are almost out of this tricky period, which we call the the festive period, the Christmas period. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, results are all over the place. We have seen some of those results already with the likes of Arsenal being beaten at home to West Ham. And then we also saw Man United wake up for Christmas and come back from 2-0 down at half-time against Aston Villa to win by three goals to two. So some odd results that do stand out already. We'll probably see some more with this slate. We begin with a 12.30 kickoff as Chelsea travel to Luton Town, where the books of Chelsea is a 1-2 favourite at Luton. It's 10-3 on the draw, and it's 17-4 here on Luton. Now, I was one of the few people that had Chelsea to win against Crystal Palace in midweek. I really like that spot. Most people would be staying away from Chelsea, but I did think it was a game where they would get right. I also think this Chelsea team will improve in the second half of the season as long as Christopher and Cuckoo can stay fit. But I just don't like them here as a one to two favourite, especially when you look at how much trouble that Luton have given the big guns at home so far this season. They gave problems to Arsenal, problems to Man City. They got a point against Liverpool. They actually beat Newcastle. So I think that Luton can, at the very least, avoid a two-goal defeat here. Luton plus 1.5 is available at 46 minus 150. What that means is, is if Luton lose by one goal, you still cash. If Luton end up drawing or winning this game, you cash. You only lose if Chelsea get a two-goal margin or more here at Luton, which I just don't see happening. I also like BTTS here because I think if Luton are going to be able to avoid a two-goal defeat, they'll probably have to contribute towards the scoring. I actually like that better because it's a better price. It's available here at 10 to 11 minus 110. Um, we'll probably take that as our main lean. As I said, Luton have given the big guns trouble at home. While Chelsea, they're not exactly the best travellers in the league. They've already lost four away games. They've also kept just three clean sheets in their last 22 Premier League road games. And they come up here against a Luton side who have failed to score just what in just one of their nine Premier League home matches so far this season. So I think everything points to this being a difficult morning for Chelsea. And I'm going to take both teams to score as my main selection to start the show here at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Before we move on to our three o'clock kickoffs, let me take a quick pause here to tell you guys about the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. This is a live stream party which goes down on Sunday over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. It will feature live pickums, live drafts, live sweats, and of course, prizes. This goes down Sunday at 12.30pm on New Year's Eve. It's the SGPN Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, where Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with a promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. 
Moving on to them, three o'clock kickoffs. We start here with a game between Aston Villa and Burnley, where Villa are one to two minus two hundred to get back on track at home to Burnley. It's four to one on the draw, and it's six to one here on Burnley. Villa aren't suddenly going to become inconsistent at home just because they drop points against Sheffield United. They're still a team that won 15 in a row going into that game. I think they get back on track here against Burnley, who are almost the perfect opponents. I don't see Burnley making any contribution to the scoring here. So I actually like Aston Villa to win this game to nil. I also don't like Villa to run up a cricket score either. So um, I think it could be Aston Villa and under four and a half goals as well. Maybe even under three and a half goals. But under four and a half goals is obviously a lot safer because it does allow a Burnley contribution. But I don't think they'll get one. And I do think Villa to win to nil at six to four plus 150 does provide some strong value. Burnley have failed to score in three of their last five games and they certainly lack a reliable goal scorer in the Premier League and they'll need one if they want to stay up. They'll be looking for one here in January. But prior to that, I do think they'll be shut out by Aston Villa this weekend. This is a Villa side who've only conceded six goals at Villa Park this season and I think they'll be good enough to shut down a Burnley side who don't score a lot of goals, haven't scored in three of the last five matches, have won just one of their last five fixtures while Aston Villa, we know what their home form is. They've also won 12 of their opening 19 matches overall here as we reach the halfway point, And they've won eight of their nine Premier League fixtures at Villa Park, only dropping points to Sheffield United last time out. This is a bounce back spot. I expect Villa to win relatively convincingly. I like Aston Villa to win to nil at 6-4 plus 150. I also like Aston Villa and under four and a half goals at 10 to 11 minus 110 here for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Crystal Palace and Brentford, where Palace are the 6-5 home favourites. It's 9-4 on the draw, and it's 12-5 here on Brentford. Roy Hodgson may be fighting for his job in this game. Um, I don't know what the expectations are of Crystal Palace this season. Roy Hodgson was obviously playing a better brand of football towards the end of last season. They've been pretty much in survival mode for most of this season, but they have been missing some key players. Um, Eze and Elise haven't been fully available and they are key to the attacking intent of Crystal Palace. But this now is somewhat of a must win, despite the fact that Palace are not in any kind of relegation problems. The owners just have higher expectations. And I think the Palace players like Roy Hodgson. We saw the bounce when Roy Hodgson returned last season. So I think they'll turn up for him here in this spot. I'm not going to take them on the money line. I'm just going to take them here in the draw no bet market. That gives me sell, gives me, gives me some push protection if this game does end up being a draw. But obviously, I do have to lay juice here by getting Crystal Palace at 8-13. to 13. Both of these two teams are struggling for form. There's no way I can point to anything statistical and say Crystal Palace are the right side. I just believe that they put out a decent effort away to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. They were actually the better side for large periods of that game. While at the same time, I also think that the players will play for the manager. Crystal Palace have struggled at home this season, but I've put up some decent performances as of late. Whilst they come up here against the Brentford side, who haven't really played that well lately and have lost six of their last seven matches. Suddenly, the pundits talking up Thomas Frank as the next best thing since size spread. We haven't seen a lot of that. That seems to have gone away. And um, that's because Brentford have been nowhere near as good this season as they've been last season. Still looking safe 
Still not looking like a relegation contender or anything. Still have Ivan Tony to come back. But Ivan Tony won't be playing in this game. And therefore, I do like Crystal Palace to pick up a win. We'll take them in the draw no bet market as a pick at 8-13 to here in this one. Up next, we have the most lopsided game of the season so far as Sheffield United travel to Man City. They are the 33-1 to underdogs in a two-horse race. It's 12-1 to on the draw and City are the 1-20 to favourites to win this game. Sometimes these lopsided games can be the most difficult to find a pick for, but I'm going to take a lean here on Man City to be hungry today and to be in goal-scoring form and to take apart this Sheffield United side. I'm going to take City to win and I'm going to tack on the over three and a half goals, which is available at 10 to 11 minus 110. Now, we could actually get aided by a Sheffield United contribution. I'm not expecting it, but both teams have scored in seven of Manchester City's last eight games. And there could be a repeat here, which would massively help us towards over three and a half goals. But Against this Sheffield United team, City should be able to score four goals by themselves because if they can get an early goal and they can penetrate the Sheffield United low block because they will sit in with a defensive formation, then City will be able to run up the score. And I do believe that City scoring four goals here will be it will be a conservative ask if they are able to score inside the first 20 minutes. Despite the fact they've not been at their best this season, no team have scored more Premier League goals this season than City. They've scored 43 in 18 games. City may have just won two of their last seven league games, but they're still in the title race. Nobody has capitalised and now they are back from the Club World Cup. I look for them to put their foot on the gas. They scored three goals against Everton. They'll only need one more here to cash this selection or a repeat scoreline, which was 3-1 to Man City against Everton, would be enough here to cash this selection. I'm going to take City to win. I'm going to tack on the over three and a half goals and I'm going to take it at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 here for this one. Up next, the final three o'clock kickoffs is between Wolves and Everton, where Wolves are the narrow eight to five favourites. It's 12 to five on the draw and Everton are the 13 to eight underdogs. This is a difficult game to call here. Everton have been in resurgent forms since they were given the 10-point deduction, whilst Wolves, they are very, very difficult to beat at home. I do lean Wolves here to win the game, but um, I also like both teams to find a net here in this one. This Wolves side have picked up some major victories at home soil this season. They've beaten Man City, Tottenham and Chelsea. And they should be able to pick up another win here against Everton, who have had a little bit of a dip currently losing their last two games. But BTTS does stand out as the main selection. Both teams have scored in nine of Wolves' last 10 home matches. I expect them to win a game here where Everton do score. Everton have lost four of their last five meetings between these two teams. They don't like playing Wolves. And Wolves, they're very strong at home, having only lost two of their 10 home games in all competitions so far this season. But we will take BTTS as our main selection here. I think Everton can contribute to the scoring. I certainly think Wolves can score at home. We take that as our main pick here at the price of 7-10 to 10 here for this game. If you shop around, I did see a 45 minus 125 available. But I'm happy to take it here at 7-10. to 10. 
The final game on Saturday is Nottingham Forest at home to Manchester United. But of course, as per usual, that one is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. Over on BetMUFC, we will recap Manchester United's win against Aston Villa and look ahead to the game against Nottingham Forest. So we jump across instead now to Sunday's games and we look at a game here between Fulham and Arsenal where Arsenal are looking to bounce back from a home defeat against West Ham. They are the 3-5 to five favourite to pick up that win. It's 16-5 to five on the draw and Fulham are the 19-4 to four home underdogs. Arsenal get themselves a nice opponent here, in my opinion, against Fulham, who've had a massive dip as of late. I expect Arsenal to go here and pick up a win against a side who have shipped 16 goals across their meetings with the top five so far this season. Fulham could contribute towards the scoring note in this game. So over two and a half goals also is a standout play if you think Arsenal are too short. Fulham have seen over two and a half goals in seven of the last eight games, while Arsenal, they have conceded in seven of the last nine games. Arsenal lost their grip on top spot and have won just one of their last five games in all competitions, falling short in visits to Liverpool and Aston Villa in the league. This has become a must-win game for Arsenal. They have defensive issues at the back. They're not scoring as many goals as they should up top. The criticism is flying in. I do look Arsenal. I do look at Arsenal to respond though in this particular spot. I don't think they're going to win the league. I don't even think they're going to challenge for the league when we come to the end of the season. There's too many problems here with Arsenal at the back and at top and at the top. And also, I just don't think they have a good enough squad to win the Premier League. When uh, when you need to beat Manchester City, who are going for four in a row, you really do need to have everything in sync. You really do need to be flying. Arsenal aren't even as good as they were last season, but. But I do think they will alleviate some of that criticism by putting forth a full effort here to bounce back and win this game. I'm simply going to take Arsenal on the money line here at three to five, whilst I also like over two and a half goals as a side lean here for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Tottenham and Bournemouth, where Tottenham are the five to six favourites. It's 14 to five on the draw and it's 14 to five here on Bournemouth. It's actually a difficult game for Tottenham. Bournemouth are flying at the moment and Tottenham looked very, very tired in their last outing. I find it difficult to take Tottenham off the back of that performance where they were 4-0 down at home to Brighton. They'll now need to find some bounce back ability, some energy, a lot of everything in order to get over the line against a Bournemouth side who are on a seven-game unbeaten run. And they are actually good value here as an underdog to pick up a win here against Tottenham, who have now lost three of their last five at home. I'm going to take Bournemouth to avoid the defeat here. I'm going to take them at six to five plus 120. If you shop around, that that price is available for Bournemouth on the double chance market. I think they'll get something. They're unbeaten in their last seven, whilst Tottenham have lost three of the last five at home. Look tired in their last outing. And I genuinely think that Bournemouth may be a live dog to pull off the upset here in this one. The final game we are going to look at takes place on Monday night. An old Premier League classic at Anfield as Newcastle travel to Liverpool. Liverpool are the one to two, minus 200 favourites to win the game. It's 19 to five on the draw. And Newcastle here are the 11-2 underdogs. 
Liverpool, they are obviously very, very strong at Anfield. And Newcastle, they are in a poor run of form at the moment. For that reason, I'm willing to take Liverpool at minus one on the Asian handicap line here in this game. Now, this is a minus one, not a minus 1.5. This pushes if Liverpool win by one goal. You don't need him to win by two in order to avoid a loss. On a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line, you need Liverpool to win by two goals. And if they don't, that is a losing bet. On minus one, you have push protection. So if Liverpool win by one goal, you don't win any money, but you don't lose any money either. You only cash if they win by two goals or more. And obviously, like a minus 1.5, you lose if they don't win this game at all. So the first thing we're looking for is for Liverpool to win the game. The second thing we're looking for is margin. We're looking for Liverpool to win this game by two goals or more in order to cash our selection. By taking it this way, that gives you a jump from Liverpool on the money line at 1-2, to two, minus 200, to getting Liverpool at 3-4 to four instead. I like Liverpool to pick up a comfortable win against the Newcastle side who aren't in good form and have lost four of their last five league games. They've also been very, very poor away from home overall so far this season. Their injury hit, they've lost four of their last five trips, whilst Liverpool, they have a fantastic home record and they've only dropped points at home this season against Manchester United and against Arsenal away from home, drawing 0-0 and 1-1. Otherwise, they've won every single home game in all competitions. So they've actually dropped points in their last two at home in the league. So this is also a bounce-back spot, and that actually makes me like it even more. Liverpool have won by two clear goals in six of their seven home league wins. Newcastle have lost 22 of their last 27 league visits to Anfield, and the visitors have lost four of their last five in the league, shipping 11 goals in total. The criticism is finally starting to come in on Eddie Howe, who seemed to be um, immune from it for quite a while, even though his team have been inconsistent all season. I like Liverpool here at minus one on the Asian handicap market to win this game convincingly here in this one at a price of three to four. Before we close out with the lock on the show, let me let you know about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Closing out with your lock on the show, I somewhat elaborated a little bit too much on that final game, and that is because it is my lock here on the show. But I'm going to make it one of two locks because obviously that one does have the possibility to push. And so far this season, we have had three locks that have pushed. So I probably owe you guys a double lock at some point. So why not start the new year with that double lock? So as I mentioned, the first lock is going to be Liverpool on Monday at the price of three to four to cover a minus one Asian handicap line. I reiterate, they need to win by two goals or more in order for you to actually cash this selection. If they win by a single goal, you're getting the push and therefore that will be the fourth push of the season. Obviously, if they fail to win the game, you lose. And to make up for other pushes, I'm also chucking in Arsenal on the money line here at Fulham. I think this is a get-right spot for Arsenal, despite the fact they aren't in great form and despite the fact that that was 
a poor loss at home to West Ham. There is one positive to take away, and that was the stats from that game. Arsenal won the corner count 10-3. They won the possession by 75% to 25. They had eight shots on target to three and had 30 shots overall, yet still couldn't score a goal. If Arsenal dominate a game like that again, it's very, very unlikely they won't come away with the win. So your second lock here is Arsenal on the money line at the price of three to five. That's it from me and this edition of the EPL show, the final EPL show of 2023, which has been an absolutely monster year for us. We hope to have more of the same in 2024, a year that will include Euro 2024. I still have yet to post my reaction podcast to the Euro 2024 draw. I still need to also post a reaction podcast to the Champions League draw as well. Both of those shows will be dropping in the week. So prior to the next edition of the EPL show, which will actually cover the FA Cup, we will be dropping those shows, looking ahead to Euro 2024, reacting to the draw and doing the same for the Champions League draw as well. We'll also be doing a mid-term review of the EPL season so far. So a bonus show for the EPL show as well. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.